Welcome to the Random Ask Podcast. If you couldn't tell by the name, this is a podcast where we bring on random guests, we ask them random questions, we try and learn a little bit. We have local people that know what they're doing and are masters in their field, and we try and just have a little fun while we're trying to get a little educated. I'm Taj Sander, a local realtor. I meet a lot of cool people in real estate. I sell good houses, I buy good houses, let's get into it. Awesome. Okay. Joining me today on the podcast for another great episode is John Hudden of Ocean Pacific Water Sports. Did I butcher it or did I say it properly? You actually did a really good job. Yeah. No, it's Perfect. Good. Nailed it. <laughs> Louise, you better not ask me to reshoot that. <laughs> John, Mulligan. all right. Mulligan. No, we're good. We're good. Uh, give me a little bit of a rundown about like what you do here in town. Okay, so yeah, I, I basically own a scuba diving store. I teach scuba diving, um, and we do a lot of commercial servicing for anyone that needs service on the water. So like anchors, chains, buoys, uh, dock repairs, um, a lot of water intake servicing as well. Like we're actually doing the city's water intake. So there's, there's a lot of things that are surprising for people because they think a dive shop in a desert yeah. What kind of contradiction is this? This makes no sense. But uh, we're surrounded by lakes. So we actually teach in the pool here. Um, and then we go in the lakes and finish the course. And it's it's actually pretty popular for getting recognized anywhere in the world. That's sweet. Do you find that it's common for people to go diving in scuba diving in lakes? Because I didn't even like think about that. <laughs> see? Yeah, no, it is. It is pretty common. But there isn't really much to see. Yeah, right, that's what I was so like, what's it's good there? practice. It's good practice, but there are a lot of things going on unseen, uh, like a lot of natural resource scientists and a lot of marine biologists who are doing a lot of work behind the scenes for a lot of uh, protection programs and tracking invasive species, particularly because those can be pretty devastating on our area. Are you talking about like all these Vancouver buyers coming into Kamloops and buying our houses? Because <laughs> totally. yeah, we need to track those guys. Totally. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. man. No. So, how long have you owned the shop, and how did you get into this? Like, great question. Um, so, I is actually not planned. This was not planned at all. I was um, before this. I owned a, a tattoo business in Vernon. And I was working in uh, in that industry to to simply stay uh, local to advocate for my father. My father got really really sick, and I was an only child. And I was uh, working as a welder full time, traveling all over Canada. Um, and yeah, I basically put everything on hold to to take care of him. And getting him diagnosed in 2015 was pretty tough. It was not a good diagnosis. And um, eventually I found out about scuba diving through a mutual friend that encouraged it out of respite for what I was going through with taking care of my dad. Hmm. So it was simply from respite initially. Yeah. And then the, uh, the owner would kind of mention that he was wanting to sell. And, you know, I had kind of gotten to a point where my dad no longer recognized me at this point. And I felt like it was time to get my life back. And yep. I, I wanted to uh, to kind of take some steps towards doing that in a way that was 
putting my effort into a career that I felt like I could do the rest of my life, that yeah. I wasn't going to be looking at like some chore that I was going to struggle going into every day. And I wanted something that I was in control of that. Um, yeah. That I could really put everything into. Right. So when did you actually become the owner of the shop and did you work there at first or like no yeah i just kind of started getting certified to to kind of get familiar with with diving and then uh i bought the shop in january in 2019 right right yeah. before covid right before covid like yeah. the worst timing so you ever. spent like your first few months yeah. just figuring it out and you're like yeah man i'm finally got a grasp of this totally. and then like tsunami yeah. hits yeah it was the worst timing <laughs> Yeah. But um, yeah, I spent the first year just kind of familiarizing myself, shadowing a number of instructors, uh, getting familiar with the industry itself, getting myself trained as much as I could. Um, and then spending most of the time since then getting my instructor certificate, um, improving the business, diversifying and consolidating a lot because obviously COVID had impacted the business yeah, big time. in a lot of areas. Yeah. Hmm. So what do you find like people come to the shop for the most? Is it scuba lessons or is it like the other stuff that you mentioned? Good question. Good question. So it depends on the season, really. Yeah. This is the funny Wait, thing. Wait, the scuba shop has more than one season? Yes, <laughs> like, it does. I, th I thought you just coast through summer and then it's like, yeah, I guess it's winter now. So like. <laughs> hang it up for the season. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, no, we, we have an amazing Olympic pool here. So we do our pool sessions. Half of the course when you start out is in the pool. We teach you how to do everything in the pool. We have a huge Olympic pool here at TCC. Yeah. Shout out TCC. And then we, we basically take you from there to the lake in May till October. Hmm. And then you finish your certification and it's good for life. There is a bit of an online course as well with it, um, but it's, it's pretty easy. Uh, but it's there's a lot to it, right? Like you have to really take this seriously. Um, there is a lot that can happen to you, to your body physiologically. Um, so taking good care of your health and being conscientious about it is really important. All right. So like what? What are the things you got to watch out for? Because now you got me curious. Because like now I'm like, <laughs> shit, you can do it in the pool. Like I'll do yeah. it. Like I'll go do it, right? Like and so I'm thinking about that. But I got some health issues and like I'm probably not sure that careful. Yeah. So, so like, what are some of the things I got to watch out for if I'm doing the course? Well, there, there is some like respiratory conditions, obviously, or any kind of circulatory conditions would be something to be very mindful of. So what about like asthma? Cause I'm, a, I found out that I have asthma last year. Yeah. So if you have like panic attacks, anxiety, uh, or any kind of respiratory distress with it, asthma or anything like that, that can be constrictive to your respiratory not good. No bueno. We don't want you to be doing that and having some kind of an episode underwater. That would not be good. But like, what if we can just like work through it? So <laughs> it's funny though, because there are some techniques that we can kind of help you to, to get more confidence to do it. Yeah. But ultimately diving is a game of you versus you. Mm. It's all in your mind. Uh, a lot of the challenges that you go through in it. Yeah. Um, don't get me wrong. There is some physical ones. There is a, quite a bit of skills that we need you to do safely under the water, but they are very doable. I feel like, so I feel like I had like more anxiety attacks and like asthma attacks before I figured out that I had asthma and I was mm. just like, cause I like it went untreated and I didn't have any inhalers or anything. And I was just yep. like, 
two things. I was like, man, you're working too much because you're stressed out all the time. And I could feel the anxiety. And the second thing was like, man, you got fat. <laughs> and like, that was the other thing because I was like, I would do something and I'd be out of breath. And I was like, God damn, I'm out of shape. But, but I found out after the fact, it took me a few months to figure it out that I actually have asthma and like wow. been taking like the inhalers and doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And like, it's night and day difference. Like I just feel way better. I don't get anxiety at all anymore. Good. So I'm like, you know, I feel like I got it under control. So I don't think that I would really have an issue. And I don't think that I would have an asthma attack. That's that's great. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like most of the time in my experience, because I've trained so many different people from so many different industries um, in this business, there there's a very s- small margin of commonality where if you're proficient with swimming, that's a great foundation. But being calm and like being able to keep your composure is the most important thing. Everything about diving is low impact. It's it's low everything. Like you're literally floating when you do this. So it's a matter of just slowing everything down and then pacing yourself. I'm like, I think I can keep calm. Um, but like the swimming part, uh, not that great at that. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Have you had swimming lessons before? Yeah, like when I was a kid, and then I like haven't typically yeah. gone swimming for like twenty years. So I don't really, I honestly don't remember the last time I was even in a pool. Like it's just, yeah. Well, I that's probably because it was like a pool party and I was kind of lit. <laughs> but I mean, which is the right answer? Yeah, but I mean, like even like for just like being in a pool i just it's never been my thing and i'm like probably a terrible swimmer because the last time that i actually like took lessons was Mm -hmm. like before i had a growth spurt (laughs) and like i was probably like 10 years old like nine or 10 years old the last time that i went into like a pool and actually knew how to swim yeah so that was um Oh, like a lifetime ago so <laughs> well it might be time to get you back in the water bud oh man do you have the wings the water <laughs> do, wings yeah do you, have, do you have the wings for me we actually do we actually actually do. the guys at the studio jesse was like man we got to go and like maybe we can get you in a pool and we can do some like cool shots and stuff and i was just like buddy <laughs> buddy that uh, would be a kodak moment can you imagine that oh man and he's like sex sells, have to, we have to do that now and, uh dude i i was like no man this is not <laughs> I don't know. I, like this is getting on the borderline like boudoir shoot, and I'm like, man, I don't know how this is gonna look for my image. Hey, but... man, any publicity is good publicity. <laughs> That's what the... sex sells, bro. Sex sells. <laughs> <laughs> but it's swimming is actually really good exercise. It's it's a, a really good for rehabilitative exercise too because it is a low impact exercise. Um, honestly, we have some people sometimes that that come in who are on the spectrum. Um, and the deprivation I find with a lot of those students are very, very good at it. They they pick it up really, really quickly because the deprivation, I'm, I mean, just allows you to focus a lot more on what you're doing. That's true. Mm-hmm. I like. I feel like I could get back into it with a little bit of effort, but like, man, I feel like I could do a lot of stuff with a little bit of effort and it's just like too much to do. <laughs> yeah, I hear that. You know what I mean? Like when you start like something always has to give because I'm trying to do so many other things like even this stuff yeah. right? that it's like, where do I put my focus? And for sure, um, everything's about balance, man, oh, man. The I key know. is balance. I'm trying. I'm trying to balance it out. And like I started going to the gym and 
that went by the wayside as well. So I got to start with that and then maybe we'll do some swimming lessons, but I want to do the scuba lessons. So like, how would I go about it and how, how long is the course if I, if I was going to sign up for it? Sure. Yeah. So if you wanted to sign up for the actual full certification, which is the beginner certification called open water diver, um, that's going to be, I would say three, four days of pool and lake time. So two days in the pool, two days in the lake, and then it might take you a day or two to do the online course. Um, But we do have a Discover Scuba course, which would be great for you if you wanted to just try it for a day and just hop in the pool with us and come swim around and just try it. Hmm. Yeah. That might be neat. I think, like, in a one day, that's not, like, a big commitment either. No, just a couple hours in the pool, swim around, see if you like it. If not, no big deal. That could be worth checking out because, like, Mm -hmm. I always think, like, if I go on vacation and they're, like, Oh, we offer scuba. I'd be like, yeah, I know how to do it. But like, yeah. <laughs> you well, know, like that's the thing. That's the thing yeah. I worry about is like just being like, oh yeah, sure. Gung ho. And like, let's try it. And next thing you know, like <laughs> I don't know how to do it. And uh, I'm in a world of pain. Yeah. That's but. usually what happens when people go on trips. Right. Um, and that's kind of where our seasons change. Yeah. So for the winter time, a lot of people are traveling and they want to get away from the snow. Right. Yeah. Um, so we'll do the pool session of their course here with us and they finish it out in the ocean where they're going. Oh, that's cool. So it makes things a lot more convenient when you are going on a trip. Um, and then you're not kind of getting caught off guard when you go out there and you find out you don't like it. So which lake do you guys go to when you're doing the lake portion here? Good question. Good question. There is a lot to choose from out here. Yeah. Um, but some of the beginner ones I'd say would be White Lake, um, Southeast of Shushwap. Um, but we do go to Shushua quite often. Nice. Uh, usually the north side of the lake. Um, but for our advanced divers, we would take them out to Adams Lake, which we go camping a lot. Yeah. Uh, and Pavilion Lake because it is has just got crystal clear visibility, and it's it's awesome to go out there. I haven't been to Pavilion, but like Shushua, Adams Lake, and White Lake are all awesome. I all good times. Like, yeah. yeah. I have, many good memories maybe that was one of the last places that i was swimming was adam's lake because i i remember going camping there years and years and years ago but yeah man it's been been a hot minute since i've uh done that but so when's your next offering even like how often do you guys offer these courses um i'm doing classes pretty much almost every weekend um and i'm in the store tuesday to friday you can either sign up to the class directly through the website nice um or i can do it for you manually if you want to come in and just kind of inquire more and sign up um but i've i've changed everything in the last year or so so that it's more uh geared towards signing up on the website it's it's been something that we've been struggling with yeah. with integrating more on our website and that's something that i've worked really hard on recently to do so it's a lot more convenient for people i mean with everything going online i feel like it's totally just the natural progression it is yeah but how big are the class sizes too uh we can have sometimes up to 10 to 15 people well that's a lot that's yeah a lot of scuba yeah, it is a lot of scuba. It's a lot of gear. Yeah. I was thinking like maybe like three or four people. No. But that's quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, 10 to 15. Yeah. I didn't realize so many people in Kamloops would be doing like figuring it out. and like. Man, there is a lot of people and, and they're already fully certified. There's, like I said, a lot of uh, protection programs. So a lot of scientists 
who are getting certified, people from TRU who are pursuing a career that's somewhat involved in the marine industry. And I I do participate with TRU with the mentorship programs for the Adventure Tourism Mentorship Programs every year. So we're always kind of involved with with trying to support that industry as well. That's super cool, man. I like it just... This is why I love doing this because there's so much going on in this city that I don't even know about. For and sure. I mean, like we were speaking on this earlier that like as a young business owner or like even a new business owner, it's hard to like get your word out there and show people it what is. you're doing and like connect with people. Yeah. And that was one of the reasons why we kind of shifted the podcast into this lane was because like I know how much of a pain in the ass it is to like set up a business and like all of the obstacles you have to come and I'm in a highly competitive industry, but like, do you have, is there any other competition here like, <laughs> for you? Like don't, we don't obviously don't say their name. If there no, is, uh, like, but no, there isn't. Um, and it's, it's kind of lucky, I guess, but um, it's, I think mostly because this is such a hard industry to get into. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like I, I lucked out because this business has actually been around in Kamloops since 66. Uh, and I'm actually the fifth owner. So um, I kind of feel lucky that we're, we've already got the foundation for it to be here. Otherwise it probably wouldn't be here. Which like, again, it's something that's been here for so long. And I like, I barely knew about it. I remember it from um, being next down on uh, Lansdowne. Lansdowne, yeah. Yeah, next to the All Aboard Games. and Yeah, uh, everyone loved that store because of the yeah. mannequin all dressed yeah, up. Yeah, the mannequin. So, yeah. I drive by all the time and I'm like, oh, yeah. there's the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Scuba Steve. Yeah, that's it, that's <laughs> yeah. it. That was right? It. But, I mean, like, I didn't even realize that, well, I think I did realize that they're gone, that they moved a while ago. Um, but I had no idea. So where are you located now? So we are on Battle Street across from Lee's Music uh, behind the Visual Science Store. Okay. Um, so there, it's where Battle Street connects to Columbia Street before going to Valley View. Yeah. And I, I drive that road every day because I live in Valley View. Yeah. So cool. I know exactly where you're at. That's a good little spot, but I mean... You're right on the edge of downtown. I know. We're tucked away right on the edge. Yeah. Yeah. How are you finding Kamloops to to be like compared to Vernon, let's say? Because mm-hmm. when you're in Vernon as a tattoo artist, did you own your own shop or? I, I was just the owner of the store. I wasn't actually an artist, but I was managing, I think, five or six other artists at the time. And um, it was it was a lot different, uh, a lot different. I, I definitely feel like this business um, is getting a lot more recognition because of the the tourism aspect um, and because of my involvement with a lot of the support with the community and the school districts and, um, like I said, with TRU as well um, and also with some of the protections programs. But with the, the recognition from the city has been amazing in Kamloops. Um, this year I got recognized through Chamber of Commerce for uh, two Business Excellence Awards for nice. Best Young Entrepreneur of the Year and uh, Best Small Business of the Year. You got Best Young um, Entrepreneur? Yeah, I did, yeah. What? Uh, sorry, it wasn't How did you beat business. me? <laughs> <laughs> what? Do they know what I'm doing? <laughs> like, come on, guys. Did you Did you get nominated? No, they don't no. even know who I am. Oh, <laughs> like, well, you, gotta, you gotta get nominated, man. Get your name oh, in there. Man. For you. Louise, nominate me, bro. <laughs> We're doing shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, you got to get the name I, out there. It's not going to get out there. I'm not going to get nominated. <laughs> They're going to take one look and be like, this guy, nah, nah. So yeah. that's cool. So you got best um, best young entrepreneur, but then what was the other one? Yeah, the other one was actually uh, best service provider of the year. Wow, those are two yeah. like 
that's not just like best scuba shopping camel. No. <laughs> like, yeah, like the camels this week <laughs> ones, they have those ones where you vote for yeah. the best ones. Yeah. But like that's yeah. the Chamber of Commerce uh, came up with those awards. And I, I was, yeah, 360 people nominated, only 15 people won. Um, and I was very honored to uh be one of the the 15 winners. Um and I just recently in March got recognized through uh, the mayor and city council for um, a, a certificate of uh, appreciation for supporting the city. Yeah. Wow. Gee. But like, okay, so you're getting all this stuff. And again, I'm like, I would have no idea that like you even like, where do they cover this? I know the good question, right? <laughs> like, it's, it's... Yo, Kamloops, support your businesses. I know Shit, like... it's, it's limited. It's <laughs> limited to certain outlets for oh, sure. Oh man. Yeah. Like, but it is out there. You, yeah. You got, but I, you gotta I look, totally like, you know what you mean. You shouldn't have to look for it. Like those are, those are big accomplishments. To me, I'm like yeah. surprised and I'm like, oh damn, like why isn't that more well-known? Like it why should be more that... predominantly out there. Yeah. Yeah. Like that I feel, especially since we're the only real tourist attraction in town, aside from the ski Hills, we, we really should be a little bit more promoted sometimes, but I'm not trying to, I'll say it, criticize. <laughs> I'll say it. Okay. We need to do more for our businesses, our young businesses and local businesses. Right. Like I just, I'm, I'm having these conversations with people all the time and I think mm -hmm. it, maybe it's hard for people to discover them. Right. But just yeah. like having some sort of outlet that you can kind of like, this is a great way for me to have conversations. This is amazing. Yeah. yeah. Like this is the easiest way. Right. But it like, is. I mean, we need to put the onus on other people too and just say, Hey, yeah. like I'm bringing light to some people, but you guys got to do the same thing. For sure. Being more proactive, not reactive. Yeah. Um, and I totally agree with you. And I would emphasize that point uh, really, really, really heavily because there's a lot of businesses in town that are struggling and, and do need the support. Yeah. And like your business, like, let's say, for example, a lot of people might be like, oh, well, he's doing fine. But like, you're not going to do fine if nobody knows about you and no one comes to you. Right. Like, we got to get the word out That's there the thing. and say yeah. like, hey, like this is why you got to go see John. And this is what John offers. For sure. Because, I mean, unless you are really specifically looking for that thing, like your services would be one of those things where I wouldn't just go out one day and be like, I want to learn how to scuba. <laughs> right. And be like, OK, let me look up. Unless you're going on a trip. Unless yeah. you're going on a trip. But now that I know that the offer is here. And the service is here. For sure. Like, there's going to come a time when I'm like, all right, let's figure this out because maybe in the next year I want to go to Cuba and or wherever, right? Yeah. Like, and the opportunity might present itself. So let's prepare Absolutely. just for that, right? Yeah. And I know, come on, man. I know so many people in Kamloops are going to be traveling. So, like, yeah, you're going to want to yeah. be prepared. Like, yeah. Yeah. This is, come on. We, <laughs> all I'm saying is we can do better, yeah. right, for our community. And it's going to be it's going to be good if we start talking about new businesses and younger businesses and helping them out more because mm -hmm. that's how we're going to get cooler stuff. Cause like you and I were saying, mm -hmm. this is a tough market for people to break into. And we see a lot of our younger talent and like go getters leaving Kamloops big time for other cities. Right. Yeah. And it's, that's it's, a, it shouldn't be happening. That, that should not be happening. This has been such a, a an awesome city that there is tons of opportunity. And uh, I mean, a lot of the people who are being proactive are getting that yeah. recognition, but you really do have to be the greasy wheel in this. Um, yeah. Don't really expect any outside help, right? You really have got to do the work. Yeah, it's it's kind of an old boys club where the people that have been here and, or like have been established for a while, 
they're the ones that reap most of the benefits. And then for mm-hmm. you to come in and like be somebody new, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, it's an uphill battle. And it's almost like working twice as hard because I like I'll relate it, let's say, to Vancouver real estate. And we mm-hmm. were talking about this briefly, like in Vancouver, if you go there and you work as a realtor, it doesn't really matter who you know, as long as you work hard and you're mm-hmm. honest and you're like a good person, mm-hmm. you can be very successful. Absolutely. In Kamloops, you can work hard, be honest, and you might not be successful because yeah. there's such a, a like an, a, a history of like relationships here that mm-hmm. goes so deep. Like there's people whose parents or like even third generations ago were realtors. And then like yeah. those family ties have like gone. Perpetuated. Yeah. It, yeah. And, and it's, it, it's not a bad thing, but it's not a great thing either. There is, there is uh, a bias and, yeah. and there are, I mean, ways to, to recognize it, but yeah. it's, it's a matter of being, you know, diligent with yourself to make sure that you're pursuing everything in the, in putting your all into what you feel is the right thing to do for you. Yeah. Regardless of what everybody else is thinking, you got to do what you feel is right. Um, for me, it was a huge career change. Yeah. Um, and, and kind of putting, putting everything I felt was more in line with my ethics and my values. Don't get me wrong. Not everybody gets the flexibility to have a job that incorporates so much balance into your daily life with your job. I I feel like that's something that everybody, even I struggle with early in my other careers was where do you fit in that extra time for a time off? Uh, and not really looking at jobs like a job you have to escape from. Right. Yeah. I like I can't give you any tips on that because like <laughs> <laughs> my job is like my job is my life. Like yeah. I will uh, I was getting emails until 1230 last night and I started getting messages at four in the morning. So like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like and I'm one of those people where I will wake up in the middle of the night and be like, did we like cross that T on that contract? <laughs> For sure. I'm the same way, right? Like it, I'm always on yeah. and, and I am totally a workaholic, yeah. but I know how important it is to incorporate the respite and taking a break. Yeah. But I also love the fact that my job really incorporates a lot of that too. Right. And it's, it's a give and take. There is that ebb and flow. Yeah, definitely. You need that balance. Cause then you burn out. And yeah, I find like when you do burn out, it's just, it's not good for your clients and they're relying on you so much for sure. that like, if you want to give them your best, you have to be, you have to be your best. You've right? got to be and on the ball. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like every once in a while, what I'll do is I will just like work, 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 work. And one day when I don't have like very many appointments mm-hmm. and I like, maybe I'll just switch things around, I'll reschedule and I'll just take that one day and either one, like I'll go out and I'll do like something active where it's trying to like boost the endorphins. Or if I just need a day away from everybody, I won't leave my house. (laughs) Like it'll just be me and my dog hanging out, watching reruns of like whatever Seinfeld, maybe like (laughs) Seinfeld. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like something that's classic, good and just chill. Right. Cause like you need that mental break and then just yeah. like that physical space from people just mm-hmm. to recharge a little bit. And you you're, do. you'll see it because like, you know, when your job is demanding and other people rely on you, it, it gets. It wears you out, man. Not just physically, but mentally, because that pressure is always there. It's always oh, prevalent. Man. It's always there. Yeah. But knowing how to uh, to I don't want to say it in a 
negative connotation, but you are compartmentalizing to some degree, right? You have to make sure that you're not letting that overfill and overflow. Yeah, you have to definitely be conscious of like what you're taking on and how much you're taking on because like yeah you'll snap <laughs> well yeah. yeah, every once in a while you might just be like hello <laughs> he has the phone and you're just like oh oh i gotta yeah. i gotta take a step back and it's like i can't answer the phone like i like i've had it before too where like i've been in conversations on the phone and i like and it wasn't even rude i was just like i could tell that I was trying to rush and get off the phone and I was like, I don't want to talk to people like that. Man, COVID has made people angry too. Like, have you not noticed? You must have noticed. It, people's attention spans have just like, I, I feel like is it an eighth of what it used to be three years ago. Everyone is just razor sharp with wanting to just lash out sometimes. But I feel like it's it's a great test for for your restraint. Um, I I know a couple of people, especially um, my my friend Sarah, who owns the Small X Bistro. Amazing, amazing cook. If you haven't been out there, you got to check them out. But sh they've been having a really tough time, obviously, with certain people with the service industry. Oh. The the service industry in general, everywhere, has been really struggling with this. See, and that's like one of the things that I took into consideration when all of it happened, like I'm actually, I didn't realize, but I'm like quite a patient person, which is really funny because like when I was younger, I was, I had quite the temper yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it's like hmm. the, the switch flipped at some point now where hmm. like I can put up with quite a bit, but like, I don't know if I'm like hypersensitive or hyper aware, but like I can tell like when I am getting agitated with things so i know mm. like when i like before it even externalizes in any way mm -hmm. i can tell when i need to like take a step back and recollect myself mm -hmm. and i i do that really well i spend a lot of time in self-reflection awesome right awesome. that's it, good it, it kind of helps me and i look back at like okay how did i handle that and how could i have handled it better for sure like almost every day yeah right? that's and, great yeah and so i'm able to kind of reassess myself and and like assess myself on the fly mm -hmm. to be like, oh shit, you're going to lose it, buddy. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, like You need to take like a day, you need to take half a day yeah. or like, yeah. Having that introspection is so important though to, yeah. to have that mirror. Um, I feel like I was pretty lucky too. My dad was always really, really smart with, um, you know, emphasizing to be mindful and yeah. that, that mindfulness uh, really helped me uh, with develop your intuition, which I mean, you have yeah. to, especially in your industry, right? With dealing with the public and, and being able to judge and not judge, I guess is the wrong word, but read people, right? And understand the situation. Yeah, and it, you know what? Like, uh, I'm like, as terms of, in terms of business, like I'm not the kind of person that just wants to pump out shitloads of numbers. Like I wanna work with yeah. people that like, when I'm done working with them, that I feel good like I did something. Mm -hmm. And I wanna have relationships with those people. That's I don't the key wanna... thing is you're developing relationships with everybody, right? And that's the thing, right? Yeah. Like, cause again, in this city, that's why I'm here, is yeah. because of the relationships I have with the people that kept me here, mm -hmm. the relationships that I wanna cultivate, and I wanna help the city grow to be better. Right. Like we were talking before that a lot of the things that I want to do with the the success that I have is help other people and help cultivate arts, businesses, whatever else is going on. Like yeah. anybody listening at home, like if you want if you want help, if you're in a business and it's struggling or like even if you want just tips, because I've been in my dad was an entrepreneur 
And so I've been around business and management and things like that since I was a baby, like since I was a baby, like my dad owned uh, lumber mills and uh, planer mills, um, cool, two throughout his lifetime and then uh, transitioned into doing uh, logs and lumber sales. So like, cool. We know what it's like to have a successful business. I know what it's like to mm-hmm. have like a business that you lose. And then I know what it's like to reship that business mm-hmm. and then try and like use your strengths to develop into something like pivot into something else. So you don't just yeah. completely lose everything for sure. Right. And that was like, that was me growing in my teens and up to that point was like yeah. <laughs> all of that. Right. So like I've seen quite a, a lot bit, to take in, but like, I think like we got to figure out a way to like help each other. And even for, sure. for younger people that are starting businesses, like I, I know I was just talking to um, one business owner and she's just starting up and she's like she's um, uh, I think she's a Red Seal chef and cool. she's trained in that regard. But like mm-hmm. she has no no real business uh, background or hmm. like experience. So I was like, you know what, like, let's just get together, chop it up and yeah. just look at the way that like the things that I know that work even in my industry, yeah. like things that you can apply to yours. Exactly. Right? It's it's really important to give that kind of mentorship, right? Yeah. There's always an opportunity to really pass that knowledge on. Yeah. Um, and finding the way to apply it is the most important part, right? And I feel like with with our ability in our jobs, we've kind of refined that ability a little bit more over the years. Yeah. But it's it's tough, man. It's really tough to to learn that and start off from scratch. It's something you need to be guided with and to and especially initially. So when you took on the scuba shop, what were some of the things that you found to be like your toughest obstacles that you had to overcome? Well, um, well, for me, it was learning everything that's going on with specifically diving itself. There is so much that goes on uh, in your body. Um, So getting more familiar with the physiology. um, At that point, I was already kind of really heavily advocating for my dad. So throwing myself into really learning about anatomy, I was already doing. Um, So just kind of adding to that with the diving kind of helped. Um, already because I'd already kind of developed the ability to do that. But for me, the biggest challenges over the last couple of years, obviously, has been COVID um, and trying to manage this, um, especially with my father's ultimate passing from COVID uh, January last year. So trying to do my instructor certificate um, literally months after he passed and we were getting filmed for uh, Netflix just before um, and I, I had actually just did like our interview for, uh, a couple of things right after. And it, it was really str- a huge struggle for me to, to kind of stay focused at that time. But yeah. I knew that there was so many things I had to do. I didn't really get the luxury yeah. to sit down and digest it all. I had to kind of keep going. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the tough things about being a business owner is yeah. like, there's no days you, off. You get like if you get a day, if you get time to yourself, yeah. like you get a day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like so yeah. I mean, I'm I'm super blessed. I haven't had to grieve any huge, huge losses. But like I've had friends and people I know pass away and it's been tough, man. Like I've I've had family members pass away and I had to go to show houses like that morning. Yeah. Right. It's like, tough, man. You gotta dig deep. Yeah. You gotta dig oh, deep, dude. It's hard. Yeah, it's hard, man. Like, not a family member, but I remember um, the day Kobe Bryant died. I'm like a huge basketball fan, and like, 
dude, that hit home oh, harder than like a lot right. of family members. Yeah. And I was, I was at an open house and I was hosting the open house and literally, okay, that was the last time I cried, but I have never, I haven't cried like that in a long, long time, but literally in between people coming to the house, I was breaking down in tears. Like, oh dude, it was bad. But I was still like, I was like, I can't, I can't quit the open house. Like no. I, I promised people I was going to be here. Yeah. But yeah, oh, dude, it was like me barely holding it together. That's rough. Yeah. I feel you. Uh, I feel you, man. I've been there, but it's kind of the, the, um, I guess the cup half full of all of yeah. that is you, you're all always learning that your, your limit is not what you initially think. I mean, we were far more resilient than we give ourselves credit for. And I feel like. I myself and, and probably you and a lot of people listening, we're, we're a little too hard on ourselves sometimes. We need to give ourselves some more credit. We're, we're dealing with a lot with the way things are in the world, let alone our own lives. Um, so any kind of victory right now is still a victory. I have trouble with that. I'm like, I'm extremely self-critical. I'm like, I've talked to people, I've talked to therapists and things like that. And like, we've come to the conclusion that like, I'm extremely hard on myself. And I have very, very high standards for myself. And I don't know why. Mm -hmm. um, I'm sure my therapist tried to tell me at one point. Um, but I was just like, you know what, it is what it is. But like, yeah. I expect excellence all the time. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm slowly coming to the point to realize like, you know what, even if it's not like, there as long as i'm like trying to achieve it for sure that's good because one day i'm gonna get there yeah and so like at least i have that realization now but like i think you're right though it takes a a lot to understand that we are capable of doing a lot more than we anticipate right like if if, it, if we just did what we thought we could do we wouldn't do much we wouldn't if get that off the couch sense. yeah exactly well, be real here, like yeah. i can't do that and yeah. i've personally seen so much growth just from being like not knowing how i'm gonna do something but just being like i gotta go do this like i guess this is part of my job like there's been so <laughs> there's been so much stuff where out of the blue i'm just like i guess this is part of my job today and then yeah. like just go and do it and figure out how like i like i don't even want to get into it man i i can empathize with that hard because a lot of our time a lot of the time when we're doing our job we can't see yeah. Whenever we're doing like commercial work, um, oh. so when we're underwater, we're literally like tying knots and ropes at every foot to like measure oh how God. we would cut. So like there's a lot of times, especially in the winter in January, where we'd be diving in like Camelot Lake in December and then like in the river in January. And people are looking at me like, are you crazy? Why would you be doing this? But I'm like, man, this is my job. I, I, I am here to do a job, and this is what I'm looking forward to doing. How so. dicey is it diving in that river? Super sketch. Yeah, I yeah, don't I ever say. recommend I, I, people I wanted doing to it. clarify that because that was like. Yeah, not a good time. No. And don't, don't ever do that. Like, just for funsies, it's not a place <laughs> to not, be doing. Yeah. I wanted to clarify because I was like, uh, he's talking about diving no. in the river, and that's yeah. a. That's a no-no. But fun fact, uh, Pioneer, there is like a 50s Chevy car uh, in the bottom of the river there. Really? Yeah. You'd never know. What were you dive? Okay, so what were you on Netflix for? Oh, uh, yeah. So we were filmed for, well, I was filmed with uh, a couple of, the, of our, our friends for uh, Rust Valley Restores. Um, the, the first diving? <laughs> first episode of the third season. So um, one of the guys in the show, uh, Avery. Oh, yeah. He has a, a boat that was sunk out there um, 
course and, he does. <laughs> yeah, of course, right? Shocker. Just one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, we went out there in like December initially to take a look at it, see if it was like totally messed up or if we could pull it out. And it was totally like destroyed. It was no, not in good shape. Um, and then we went back out in the summer and the guys went out and like took the bell off and took the sign off. And it was, yeah, it was pretty cool. Huh. That's yeah. pretty neat. Yeah. I actually, I, I ran into him at the, at the Starbucks one day and I was just like, I've seen this guy somewhere before. And in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, and I'm like, yeah. shit, what house did he buy? And Mike and Avery are, are cool guys though. They're, yeah. they're quite, quite the characters. Yeah. Yeah. It finally clicked. I got in my car and I walked out and I was like, Oh, it's that guy. It's yeah. Avery. Yeah. yeah. No, he's, he seems like such a beauty. Ridiculous laugh. The most yeah. ridiculous laugh. Yeah. No, he's definitely a character. He found his niche in um getting on that show mm -hmm. but that's uh, cool what what other things have been like the coolest experiences that you've had so far oh man i i would say diving out on the coast and on like the island we did a, a dive at barkley sound it's called so we would um go to port alberni and we'd take a boat there and it would take us about three hours up the channel to barkley sound and there's this resort uh, called the rendezvous and it is <laughs> amazing because they basically blew up a, like a huge section of this mountain to put yeah. a resort right on the edge of the water. Really? And it's it's so cool because you're literally in the middle of nowhere. Um, it's basically runoff of solar and generators. They've got enough for like 10 people. And we, we collaborated with uh, the Vernon store and we go out there with a bunch of people and just stay out there for like five days. We'd be doing about three dives a day for five days. Um, I remember there was three islands in the front of the resort. And on the one island, there was a black bear eating a seal the whole time we were there. For three days? For five days. Jeez. And he never left. And there would be uh, humpback whales out there. Um, actually, on the last day, we had them surface like less than 100 feet away from us. It was so cool. And... Uh, probably thousands, like a galaxy of jellyfish that are just like tiny little toonie size that are kind of just whipping by us sometimes. But it's it's amazing. It, there's just a lot of trips like that out there that a lot of people wouldn't know unless you're doing diving. So did you guys organize that trip or was that just something that you're like, we got to go do this? We we do organize some trips. Um, that was one that the Vernon store had organized at that time. Uh, we kind of jump around with different uh, trips all the time. But uh, COVID has kind of put a bit of a damper on that. People weren't really traveling for very much, but things are starting to open up again. And it's over now. It's, we're, yeah. going, we're going back. It's we're done. going forward. Yeah. yeah. So but, we're we're always going to be offering trips to pretty much anywhere anyone wants to go. Really, it's it's always going to be a patty re represented shop um, that we affiliate with. But yeah, charter trips are a big big thing to do, man. They're more far more of a commodity than just going out and diving off the boat or off a shore. Uh, you want to do a charter trip, dude. I have a good idea for a video segment. I think me and Jesse should come and do the scuba lessons <laughs> and I think it would be just funny to do yes, and, dude. Yes. and then just like document it. And then we get another, Absolutely. another point of media for all of us. But Absolutely. I think it'd be super great because now like you had me at jellyfish. I love <laughs> jellyfish. They're like my, one of my favorite creatures yeah. ever. Um, I love going to the Vancouver Aquarium, just checking them out. And I think they're like very hypnotic and calming. 
I love that place. Isn't yeah. it so cool to see them like that? Oh, man, it's so... It's mesmerizing sometimes. Yeah. I love it. And I'm like, just being in the ocean, and not, like obviously not like the big ones, because yeah. those are kind of scary. But, like, <laughs> I can handle yeah. the little ones, right? Because it'd yeah. be cool to uh, to check out. Yeah. Um, so where can the people at home find you if they want to check out uh, any more information or sign up for a scuba class? Sure. So basically our website, uh, www.oceanpacificadventuresports.com. And uh, we have uh, everything pretty much laid out on our website for signing up to all of our classes. It explains everything and how we set it up, the itinerary. Um, yeah. And all of our social media for Facebook uh, and Instagram. There's um, really just those platforms that we're using most of the time right now. Uh, but only our website is really going to be where you can sign up. Where, uh, what's your handle on Instagram? Instagram is just at Ocean Pacific Adventure Sports. Perfect. And I believe it's the same for Facebook. Awesome. We will link the website on um, the post for the podcast and make sure people start going and checking it out. But um, I think we'll probably be seeing you again. <laughs> cool, man. Absolutely happy so, to be here. No, it was awesome to have you on. I think this was a great discussion and I really enjoyed it. Yeah, kind of got into a bunch of different stuff, but man, yeah. I'm excited to kind of get into scuba. Cool, me too, man. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to get you in there. I'm, I'm extremely goofy, so this will be <laughs> fun for everybody involved, I think. Excellent. <laughs> I can't wait. Awesome. Thanks, buddy. Thanks. Thanks for tuning in today. If you like what you heard, show me some love on social media. If you know of anyone that we should feature here on the podcast, hit me up. Or if you know anybody that's looking to buy or sell real estate, drop my name.